This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in on a free agent edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams along with Jake Meyer. We're live from Mile High Sports Studios. How are you, Jake? Doing well. We just got done with the radio show. You know, mm-hmm. feeling good. Lots to talk about mm-hmm. when it comes to the Denver Broncos. Uh, all good things, you know, as well. It's not like we're, you know, pessimistic like we usually are when it comes to the Broncos. Yeah. It's a, it's a complete 180 from the last six years oh man it's like the like we got all the feels man it's great um we're back we don't and we haven't even played a game yet once we start winning um it's gonna it's gonna feel good but right now we're like in the midst of the of the free agent process that is uh, delivered i think two a players in randy gregory and uh cj jones C.J. Jones, right? Uh, D.J. Jones. D.J. Jones. Uh, D.J. Jones, a run stuffer for the 49ers. I watched this little video thing of him just now on Twitter, um, like right before I came in here, and it's him like playing quarterback, running around. For He's a gigantic man, and he's like so nimble, I can't even believe it. Like an athlete, it was sweet, and he was throwing the football. He's like playing quarterback, like wildcat, just messing around at practice. It was really cool. And then uh, the Randy Gregory stuff, which is, you know, um, up for debate. Um how good of a deal that was feels like the Broncos passed on Von Miller and Chandler Jones for this guy. You know, was he worth it? You know, we we, we'll talk about it, but uh, Russell Wilson already at the yesterday with uh, Sierra at Sierra at uh, the children's hospital, decked out Broncos gear going and seeing the sick kids. I mean, it's like day one. He's not even officially a Bronco, you know? Uh, and not that these other guys, you know, not, not not that other guys don't do that kind of stuff, but day one impression, you know, day one kind of stuff from Russell Wilson out there doing that kind of stuff. He is, uh, like we said, um, a statesman of the NFL. He's trying to be, you know, in, in the mold of Peyton Manning. That's the kind of guy who he is. And... Um, I'm here for it, man. I, I I appreciate Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell Wilson is a class act. We talked about it on the radio show. You know, the, the, from the philanthropy to you know these appearances at the you know hospital to you know just everything that he does for the league and and for you know everybody, it, it, it's remarkable to see. And you know, going back to some of this DJ Jones stuff as well. The the guy is 300 pounds, and, and he, he is nimble, like you said. He's got some good open field speed um, for a 300-pounder, and he, and he was ranked as the 28th, 28th best free agent in this year's class of free agents. So that's another good move by George Payton, and you know I think he's knocking this this offseason out of the park because before the, uh, the actual offseason began, you and I were speaking about George Payton's this is his his big chance to make a big splash and this is going to be one of the Broncos biggest off seasons in a long time and George Payton did not disappoint oh no he had a reputation I'm not sure how because he's never done the job of being conservative well for day one swinging for the fences on Matt Stafford and Aaron Rodgers and landing Russell Wilson the Randy Gregory stuff is either super genius or a super gamble um He's been great. George Payton overnight, overnight has turned this thing, you know, he was here last year, but it feels like almost overnight this thing has kind of turned around. He has delivered. They didn't, you know, I said this a, a couple times. They didn't bring George Payton in here 
to run it, you know, to uh, tow Case Keenum out there or Joe Flacco or Drew Locke. They brought they brought George Payton in here to go land a big, gigantic fish like Russell Wilson. Um, and he's done the job. He's been great. You can't say enough about it. Again, um, they haven't played one game yet. They're 0-0, okay? But... Uh, I said it on the show, and I just really, truly, like, believe it. It feels like last year the Broncos were, like, a strong junior varsity team. Or, like we said, like, they got relegated, but they're they're playing their way back. Um, with the Russell Wilson edition, um, this Jones cat, just a man uh, um, amongst men. Randy Gregory, it's like they, they're a big boy team now. They're a big boy team now. And it feels like the Broncos are back. It just feels like they haven't done anything yet, but it's just feeling like we're back. Right. And, you know, this is only, you know, the first official day of free agency, but most of the Broncos moves have already been done. They have some holes to fill, but, you know, as of right now, they have improved vastly. Like you said, uh, they're a big boy team now and they can definitely get it done. They can contend in this AFC West um, and they they contended last year when Teddy Bridgewater was the quarterback and they they had a good defense and they had a good run game they had good weapons but they couldn't put it all together but now with a hall of fame quarterback and some some big uh splashy additions in the offseason so far you know they're going to contend for that number 1 spot in the AFC West and maybe even in the AFC so i think this is going to be uh very Broncos fans have something to be excited about again and, you know, I want to talk about Randy Gregory a little bit more. Um, you know, you said it's up for debate. And it is. You know, there's been injuries in his past, the suspensions, um, and they gave him a lot of money. But I think this is Randy Gregory's opportunity to show what he is truly capable of. You know, now with um, him being the guy, you know, he's going to be the man. You know, Bradley Chubb is a great player, but Randy Gregory – I think he is going to be better. And at 28 years old, you know, people are saying that oh, yeah. with the injury issues, it's a concern. But Listen, he, we're not, he didn't play. It's very simple. You don't pay free agents for what they did. You pay, pay them for what they're going to do. Von Miller is one of the greatest Denver Broncos of all time, was being the key word. Um, Randy Gregory is 28 years old. Chandler Jones and Von are 32 and 33 years old. Okay, so I mean, like, let's keep it real. Let's keep it real here. What what they're paying Randy Gregory for, and why they landed him and lured him here and wanted him here, is a cut because of what he's going to be for the next two or three years: twenty eight, twenty nine, and thirty. You know, not year thirty two, thirty three, and thirty four for a guy that uh, might cost you close to the same amount of money. So Randy Gregory's best years are ahead of him. The smartest thing you said all day was he's got a lot of football left in him. He's got a ton more tread on the tires than a regular twenty eight year old. He's probably got the body of a twenty six year old. He's got his life figured out and straightened out. It was marijuana that was the issue before, which doesn't even matter in the NFL anymore. You get no. a fine if you get busted for smoking that chronic these days. Um, he's a, a, a risk very much worth taking. Um, I'm excited about the addition of him. I'm sad Von Miller's gone. Of course I am. But Von Miller, what... What uh, Randy Gregory has left is more than what Von Miller or Chandler Jones have left. Yes. Period. End of story. That's 100%. It. And, you know, there's something to be said about what uh, Gregory was able to do last year. Not only with his stuff on the field, but off the field. He didn't get uh, suspended for marijuana. And he was part of the Dallas Cowboys Leadership Council. That 
goes a long way uh, from from where he was to where he is now is night and day and I think he's only going to continue to improve and with it with a, a defense that's been solid for the past few years I think they're gonna I think Randy Gregory and the Broncos defense are gonna have some success I think they're gonna have a ton of success too um what else here? The, uh, this tight end Tomlinson they got, Eric Tomlinson from um, the Ravens, who's just a pure kind of true blocking tight end, but um, supposedly one of the, be- the best blocking tight ends in the NFL. We'll see if that it, it seems to be the case um, or not. But Albert O's now your pass-catching tight end who could do a little bit of everything, and I'm probably pretty good with that. I bet you Albert O is a top eight or top ten fantasy tight end this year. Um, if this guy, you know, he's this guy is already he hasn't played it down, is better than Nick Vanette or any of these other busters who they've tried to bring in to help with this position over the last couple of years. They won't miss Noah Fant a bit. They won't skip a beat without him. It's like he wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't even hear or it's, um, uh, because Alberto's as good of a player as him. And, um, and I think through just a couple days here of free agency, officially the start of it today, the Broncos have done a very good job. They still have money to spend. I'd probably like them to find another offensive lineman. Uh, go get me, you know, what else? I'm like, it would be window Nickel corner. It, yeah, it'd be, they don't need a running back. They don't need a receiver. I mean, could you go find you, um, uh, bring you a, a Chenault here for, you know, for nothing if he's cut or trade for him for a sixth or seventh round flight? I don't think you really need that, I guess. I mean, you can never have enough good players. But um, what the Broncos have kind of put together and have built, I mean, like right now, just on paper, I mean, I got like a top six or seven team in the NFL on paper right now. 100%. And uh, they've made the most improvements by any team thus far in the offseason. It's not even close yeah. with the addition of Russell Wilson. And, you know, I think maybe if they add a nickel corner and, you know, maybe Liel Collins once uh, Dallas releases him, um, I think those are the only additions that you really have to do and then build the rest through the draft. Um, but going back to Eric Tomlinson real quick, he's a. Uh, an extent he's just purely an extension of the offensive line on on running downs on those short yarded situations making it a little bit easier for Javante to break one and um Damn, Austin Hooper Austin Hooper just got released by the Browns so that could be another option if the Broncos don't want to draft a tight end they can maybe sign him and you know have him be your number 2 tight end he might be your number one tight end if you bring him in. Uh, it'll cost you some probably some pretty good money, depending on what they think the need is there. I don't really recall Russell Wilson using tons, tons, tons of tight end. I, mean, I guess when he had Jimmy Graham there for a minute, he did. But any team that has Jimmy Graham, you go use him for the year or two, you have him. You know, like the Saints and, uh, and the Packers, right? Right, right. I mean, he may do with fucking Will Disney. Yeah. And with Albert O, it's a huge... You know, oh, improvement man. from what he's had. Imagine how much easier life is going to be for Russell Wilson. And again, um, was reading a piece that uh, he had 14 teams that he was considering. Okay. And he had a criteria of coaching confidence to uh, cap situation to young talent to receiving group to. Um, um, the fandom of this, like the, you know, the, 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 the fan base itself, all these criteria, all this criteria Russell Wilson had. And in the end he chose Denver. 
So, I mean, how good does that make us and you feel? And just really in the end, you could have tried to pry Aaron Rodgers away from a place that he didn't want to leave. Or you can go get Russell Wilson, who wanted to be here, who really, really wants to be here, and is already making a home here and showing uh, he's going to do whatever it takes to um, not only win, to, but for this fan base to fall for him, which we already are. Right, and there's something that we haven't talked about with this whole Russell Wilson situation on the radio show or the pod. Um, James Palmer of the NFL Network reported uh, that Russell Wilson did a lot of research on the Broncos before being traded to Denver. That included recently reaching out to Peyton Manning multiple times, picking Manning's brain on the city, the organization, and being the quarterback for the Denver Broncos. Um, and it's that's what made the difference. Peyton Manning, you know, John Elway, and where the Broncos are at currently with their roster – and, you know, the competition level. Why would you shy away from being at the at yeah. the top of the NFL? There are so many primetime games coming out of the AFC West this year. It's ridiculous. Um, what else? Uh, let's mention, while it's fresh, the Troy Aikman, Joe Buck mm. to Monday Night Football, uh, leaving Fox for ESPN. I'm surprised. I'm very, very surprised by it. They're the longest tenured team, 20 years. I didn't realize that in the NFL. 21 years was the run that Pat Summerall and John Madden had. But, you know, they've done six Super Bowls together. Um, they're, I guess they're, in terms of, like, the biggest names, they're the biggest names. They are the biggest names. But, like, these days it's all about Sunday Night Football and Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. That's the number one team on the number one football show. Okay? Right. But Monday Night Football, you know, it's got to matter again. ESPN's done it wrong. Um, um, so many times over the years from Kornhau- Kornheiser to Dennis Miller to all to Booger McFarland, Steve Levy, just, you know, just go get you, um, I guess, a proven pair in the booth who does a good job and you try to roll with that. And at least you'll know you got two pros in there instead of looking like a bunch of assholes trying to figure it out over and over and over again. But I like yeah. I, I like uh, I don't love Joe Buck. I feel like, every, like the same way everyone else feels about Joe Buck. Like, eh. but I think Troy Aikman's pretty good. Um, mm. I don't like them at all. Really? I don't like them. I think they don't blow me away. I think they're pompous. Either. You know, I, I really don't like them. But, you know, they are a vast improvement on what Monday Night Football has been for the past you know, decade, it seems like, you know, since John Gruden left. Um, and you know, it's just plain and simple. You know, those two are better than anything they've had. And um, why not break the record of the longest 10-year duo in sports broadcasting in the NFL? Uh, I would... I would tr- just go for the record. Do do one or two more years. Fill out <laughs> fill out the rest of this contract, and then go your separate ways. Um, and give me a couple more NFL things. I got I you. Would. I got you. Yeah. Uh, this is still Broncos related. Josie Jewell. Okay. Um, you know he signed that two year, eleven million dollar deal. Um, you know I don't want him to Seems be like your a lot starter. Of money kind of. For Not her. really. I think the money is good with the okay. amount of guarantees that they have. Um, and. The only issue is that he's coming off the torn peck and he's slow. You know? Is he better in this facelifted, new look uh, defense that might run a little bit different stuff than they did last year? Is he better or worse? I think he's worse. I think Vic Fangio, everybody's saying, oh, he played so great in the final eight games of two yeah, years ago and the first eight quarters of the the last year's season. But I think a lot of that had to do with Vic Fangio putting him Listen, in the right position. He's a gritty gutty. 
He's a hard worker. He's a glue guy. You got to have guys like that. Also, he's a homegrown um, who you invested in and has proven you right in a lot of ways. So you want to take care of your own guys. So um, I guess my only thought is like when Josie Jewell is like you're counting on him to do something great and be special, well, then what kind of team are you? But when Josie Jewell's just a compliment, you know, when he's a side piece and you're not expecting him to do great things, then I think he and we are probably better for it. So um, I'll take it. I'm fine with it. I got, you know, I, uh, so far I'd say uh, you've got an A um, in free agency with the four guys that we mentioned. Um, an A plus plus if you include Russell Wilson, which you kind of really can't. But um, for what what this team was a week ago to what this team is now, they went from. <clears throat> and this is what people don't understand and why you know, oh, just develop Drew Lock or just draft a quarterback. They went from the 18th best team in the NFL or 20th last week. Okay. They're the 19th best team in football last week, Jake. You add Russell Wilson, you move, they moved up to, you know, uh, seven or six with this little free agent bump. They might be a five or, you know, the fifth or sixth best team in the NFL just today on paper. We got to go play the games out, all that kind of stuff. But, um, this is an overnight success. Uh, Broncos country deserves this. We're great fans. We deserve this. Uh, I don't feel bad about it at all. We had it coming. Um, and the only way that you could have ever convinced me that we dramatically, drastically missed out on Josh Allen, the next great one, was to go do something like this. Yeah. That's the only way that that, like, that miss could now be resolved or um, – you can feel better about it or give a reason why you didn't even really didn't do it, even though it was like a different regime. But now if Russell Wilson comes here and is great and they win a Super Bowl and go to another one and keep Josh Allen out of the Super Bowl, you know, two or three times. Josh Allen may go on and never win a Super Bowl. And uh, Russell Wilson may solidify himself as an all time great here yes. over the next five years. So, I mean, would we have taken that over Josh Allen? Yeah, of course we would have, because Josh Allen's no sure thing. Russell Wilson's a sure thing. He's as sure thing as um, as sure thing gets in the NFL. He's done it before. He can do it again. I mean, he should have two rings if it wasn't for Pete Carroll and his dumbass um, yeah. and whoever was calling the plays there. But the Bron Broncos country has a lot to look forward to. It's going to be a great season. I'm excited for the draft to see how they bolster up their offensive line and, and maybe uh, even their secondary it's going to be exciting but you know just some other tidbits in the uh, NFL free agency I think the Jaguars um, you know every every year there's that one team that wins free agency no that that spends money galore mm -hmm. and this year is the Jaguars last year was the Patriots mm -hmm. but the Jaguars <sighs> I love the Scherf move you know solidifying that offensive line for Trevor Listen, Lawrence if you have a young uh, you know, like what? What did he not have last year? Was talent around him? Yeah. So I mean, uh, beggars can't be choosers, and the Jaguars have to overpay to go get guys. But but you're overpaying Christian Kirk and Zay Ugh, Jones Christian and Kirk. Evan. Ingram. Do you know who the biggest winner of free agency is? Christian Kirk's agent. Yes. I mean, this guy. It's that's twenty one million. Let, uh, along with you know, as we're putting the um, having our statue maker build the George Payton trophy, let's have him get one uh, for Christian Kirk's agent done because <laughs> well, I mean. 
like the total, the, again, I mean, like that money is ridiculous. You know, what's DJ Metcalf going to be where guys like that who are like real receivers right. and real stars at the position in a couple of years. So you're right. That was pretty crazy. Pretty funny. I thought uh, uh, they just signed Darius Williams uh, at corner as well. They signed, they've made some defensive signings, but I really think their, their main concern should be getting miles Jack re-signed yeah. because he is phenomenal. And I think that should be their number one concern. Miles Jack. Yeah, they, they moved on, didn't they? I think so, but Hold they should. They here. shouldn't. Miles Jack. Uh, they released their leading tackler after their spending spree, uh. and he may end up in the with the Jets. Ooh, where would uh, Miles Jack figure in here in Denver? I think they should pursue him. I think it costs you a lot of money, but the guy is uh, better than fucking Josie Jewell. He's a really good player. He was uh, man. <laughs> I know <laughs> you're right. Um, they might have been priced out of, and you know, a guy like that. Uh, if it, they're not not considering every last, yeah, uh, you know, every last bit of option out there. Um, that's it. Today's Wednesday, right? Um, I'm not sure. Depending on what happens, if we'll do a pod tomorrow or wait till Friday, but who knows? We might be right back in here tomorrow to podcast. Uh, it's exciting. I'm. It's like a thrill ride. I feel like. Uh, again, like I, I, I won something myself. I'm a Broncos fan. I feel like I'm like won something or like you ever feel that like when you were a kid and like you got something really cool and new, whether it be a new video game or whatever it is. And like you wake up with that feeling of like something good. Oh yeah. I got my new thing or I'm going to Waterworld today or like whatever. I'm feeling like a little kid who won something with. Uh, you know, it, it being Russell Wilson, and I'm, it's it's awesome, man. It feels so good. It's the only, like, again, like, you're in your early 20s, Jake. I'm in my late 30s. Um, my whole adult life, I was born in 1982, man. Um, the John, like, the John Elway era to uh, living through Peyton to these low times and lean times right here. You know, championship, AFC championship quality of football is all I ever known about. You know, it's the only thing I ever know. So uh, my expectations are that these last five years were a blip. Um, uh, what's happening moving forward is all in the honor of Pat Bolin for his legacy to continue this great franchise that he helped build. That's going to go sell for $5 billion. Um, that's probably the next bit of uh, bombshell news. I told you I ran into Joe Ellis and talked to him uh, while I was grabbing burritos at Santiago's and, um, Joe Ellis says there's so many people interested in buying the Broncos more than they realize. Um, you know, probably more billionaires that they realized were, um, out there. um, so imagine, you know, you got the general manager, you got the, the head coach. Imagine if we go get some great owner that was going to be in place for the next 25 years here owning this team. Uh, I don't have a guy. Again, I don't want it to be a rocket billionaire or one of these guys like that. I want it to be a rich guy who owns a bunch of stuff that I do know, but I don't know him. I want a bunch of uh, 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 hear about a bunch of success stories, but I don't want to know much about him other than um, he's going to peek his face out for these big signings, big hirings. And other than that, we hardly hear from him. So um, that's the kind of owner I want. Broncos country is trending up and breaking through the ceiling um, right now with all the fills and all the good stuff that's happening. I love it. Where can you find this podcast in the radio show, Jake? You can find the radio show on, uh, if you're about town, 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3 radio. Uh, but the easiest way to listen is at milehighsports.com. You know, the Twitter feed is always up, so you can watch whoever's going on on uh, Mile High Sports on Twitter. Um, for the radio show, the app is a great place to go to, you know, ease, have easy access to all of our podcasts and 
um, Spreaker, Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, Google Play Podcast, literally any anywhere you listen to your podcast, the Broncos Blitz Podcast is there. Um, and I'm on Twitter at Jake Meyer Radio, and Danny's at Tweets Danny. Uh, good job, Jake. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks for listening and being with us in the Broncos Blitz podcast. Again, if you listen to the podcast during the season, we crank this baby out every single day. We're an everyday podcast. But um, during the offseason here, we're just kind of taking a little bit of time gearing back up here. But um, I'm looking forward to we suffered the whole last year of what this team was. Um, you know, Trying to get ourselves up on Tuesdays and Thursdays to do this podcast. I tell you, man, Jake, it's going to be a fun ride if we have a chance to do this thing the whole next year together. I mean, you never know where life will take you, but I'm looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to the season. And um, dead freaking serious here. It is uh, March 16th here in February of next year here at the beginning of February. I want to be uh, in Arizona. That's where the next Super Bowl is? Yes. We're going to be together on Radio Radio Road doing our thing on Radio Row, enjoying this, soaking it up, and living the life of, you know, what uh, championship, you know, teams should, should you know, feel like. Uh, I'm here for it. I'm ready to experience it with it, uh, it um, again and do it with you, man. We're going to love this next year together. I'm, I'm excited, bro. That would be best-case scenario for the Broncos. I mean, who doesn't want to go to Radio Row? Mm-hmm. I mean, that, Let's go. Let's that's get it. That's great. Um, we had Cuba Gooding and Jeff Goldblum on last time <laughs> we were there. So imagine that. We had had Bruce Smith. We had Jerry Rice. We had um, uh, Tom Flores and Marcus Allen. Man, it was it was the greatest. It was literally the greatest. Oh, we had Teddy Bridgewater on, too, back ten, five years ago. Nice. Yeah, had him sign a football for me back. And he goes, I went up to him. I was like, hey, man. Who, who am I? He goes, I go, will you sign for me? He goes, yeah, who am I? And I'm like, what? He thought I was just like trying to go get signatures from dudes. And he was just like, looked like an athlete. I'm like, you're Teddy Bridgewater? And he was like, all right. And he signed for me. And I was like, you know, so he put me into the test. And I passed that test, Teddy. Um, I'm thankful for Teddy, though. You know, Teddy might have helped, like I said. He held it down. Well, not just held it down. Tebow laid the groundwork down for Manning. Uh, Bridgewater made, a, made this thing look, if they're a four-win outfit, I don't think Russell Wilson considers this thing. Right. He, he just saw that as too much of a challenge. But Teddy did just enough where Russell Wilson was like, uh, I know Teddy. He's a good guy. Can't fucking play. I'm a lick. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if Teddy can do this, imagine what I can do and what we're going to do here. And that's it. Right. That's what I believe the, in, the, in the end it came down to. So uh, we appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.